Welcome to 7-Minute Torah, an exploration of the weekly Torah portion with me, Rabbi Micah Streifer. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to subscribe or comment or share it with a friend. Welcome, everyone. We're trying something new here. My hope is that you can either listen or watch this podcast. Let me know how it works. As we move toward the middle of the Torah, we move away from some of the stories, creation, Adam and Eve, Abraham and Sarah, the story of the Exodus, and we move into what you might call some of the more tedious sections of the Torah, laws, instructions, sacrificial things. This week in Parshat Truma, we read what might be the most tedious of them all, the instructions for building the Mishkan, building the portable sanctuary in the desert. Now, the people of Israel are still standing at Mount Sinai. They've received the laws and entered into the covenant. And now they are instructed to build a sanctuary that they can carry with them through the wilderness. This will be a place of worship where animal sacrifice will take place, since that's how people worshipped back then. It'll also be a kind of a focal point for the community, sitting in the center of the camp in between all the 12 tribes. Now, if we have any architects in our audience, you'll love this portion because most of it consists of very detailed instructions on how to build that sanctuary, exactly what components go into making it, exactly how tall is the tent, what's the length and the width of the Holy Ark, how is it decorated, and what implements go inside it, what were the characteristics of the table, the bowls and jars, the menorah. One of the clear messages here is about the importance in Judaism of sacred space. Since the beginning of Judaism, we Jews have been invested in creating beautiful, holy spaces where we can worship, where we can find spirituality, where we can maybe even find God's presence. One of the things I love to do when I'm traveling, back when I could travel, is to visit local synagogues. Whenever I've been abroad, whether in Europe or the Middle East or the Far East, I like to seek out a Jewish space, attend a synagogue. I like to feel both the familiarity of it and also the unfamiliarity of being in a Jewish space that's often quite different from what I'm used to. Creating sacred space is one of the things that Jews do best. But that's a challenging idea right now. As we sit still in the middle of a global pandemic that has essentially locked us out of our sacred spaces. Most of us haven't been in a synagogue for a long time now. In fact, it was just this week, at least on the Jewish calendar, just this week we're marking pretty much the one-year anniversary of when things shut down. It was the week of Purim, the holiday of Purim, which is coming up in a few days, when we had to close our doors and start moving things online. So here we are reading a Torah portion about creating sacred space, creating communal space, while we're living in a world where it's pretty much impossible to enter sacred communal space. What are we supposed to do with that? Well, I think as often, the answer is found in the Torah portion itself. It begins with instructions to, be, to bring donated items to be used in the building. It says, The Eternal One spoke to Moses, saying, Tell the Israelite people to bring me gifts from every person whose heart so moves them. 
It goes on to say what kinds of items should be used. And then it says, Let them build me a sanctuary, says God, so that I may dwell among them. The Hebrew word mishkan, which is the name of this tabernacle or sanctuary that they're building, comes from a Hebrew root that means to dwell. So the word literally means a dwelling place, a place where God can live. But what a lot of the commentators notice is that the Torah doesn't say, Vishachanti betocha. It doesn't say, build me a sanctuary so I can live in it. It says, betocham, build me a sanctuary so I can dwell among you, in your midst. God doesn't live in a building. God lives in the space between us. Now the Talmud seizes on that idea that God's presence is found in the space between people or in people's holy actions. And it says, When ten people gather in prayer, the divine presence is there with them. This is the origin of the idea that you need a minyan, a group of ten people, to have a complete Jewish service. It even says, that when two people sit, and engage in study, the divine presence is with them. In other words, the source of holiness is not a, it's not a particular building or a place. It's the actions that people perform, the learning, the, the praying, the tzedakah, or righteous giving, the caring for others. These are the ways that you bring God to dwell among you. The building is just a place to facilitate those actions. And of course, you can do any of them without a building as well. That's what we're learning in the midst of this pandemic. Today, I got to attend an event that really drove this idea home for me. It was a Shabbat service in Moscow, Russia. <clears throat> of course, I don't live in Moscow. I live in Toronto. But I got an email earlier this week from the World Union for Progressive Judaism inviting anyone who wanted to to attend Shabbat services via Zoom with the progressive congregation in Moscow. So a group of seven or eight members of my synagogue logged on this morning. I'm recording this on Friday. So it was 10 a.m. Friday my time, but 6 p.m. in Moscow, just as Shabbat was beginning. And we joined with about 75 or 100 other Jews from around the world in welcoming Shabbat. And it was a beautiful experience. There's no doubt in my mind that if God can dwell anywhere, if there could be such a thing, God was dwelling right there in that virtual holy space. Because God dwells in the space between people when we make meaning through study, through prayer, through community. The truth is that's exactly what we've been doing for a year now, not only with our synagogue services, although also with our synagogue services, but also with our families and our communities. How many of us haven't seen our loved ones in months and months? How many of us are just doing the best we can, connecting with them virtually, while really missing having our arms around them. This week's Torah portion comes to remind us that shachanti betocham, that God dwells in the space between us, that there is holiness and goodness in the connections and the relationships and the communities that we build, even when we do it from afar. God willing, this will all be over soon, and we can go back to hugging our loved ones and gathering in our holy spaces. But in the meantime, it's good to know that the Mishkan, the sanctuary that the Torah asks us to build, is portable. 
our people carried it through the desert. And we can carry it anywhere because God's presence, because our sense of holiness can go with us wherever we go. So maybe this week, reach out to a friend and let them know what they mean to you. Or join a community or a Shabbat service or a class. We're lucky to be living in a world where we can do that. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to 7-Minute Torah. If you enjoyed this program, please leave a review or a comment. And please pass it on to a friend. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week.